Well, ladies and gentlemen, I officially did not win the race for president of the United States. Uh, I will say congrats, Joe Biden. Congrats on a, on a race well run, though I did give you a fight. Uh, but guess I'm going to have to stick with, with what I know, and that's sports. So let's chat sports. Good afternoon and welcome to the podcast. I'm Nick Drago. Today on the show, we have to talk about the Jets because they're in the news, but not for winning a single football game this year. No, they're a little bit more interesting than that. Of course, James Harden could be on the move, and you would... Definitely want to hear what team is a top contender at the moment. And how could we not talk about when the NBA season comes back? Friends, stick with us because sports, sports, sports starts now. And welcome, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast with me, your host, Nick Drago. For those of you that are new to the show, welcome to my humble abode. We like to talk about all the sports news and information from the previous week and go into what's around the corner for the next week, month, year, etc. Um, what'd you guys do this weekend? I had, a, I had a pretty good weekend, right? I helped uh, build some walls in our basement. We got a nice laundry room down there now. Uh, hung out with a friend on Saturday. That was cool. And uh, let's see, the people of Philadelphia, now they're having a good time. There's like folks riding horses down the street. They're like dance battles going on downtown. Uh, Yeah, I cannot wait to see our COVID cases rise yet again in two weeks. But good on you guys having having fun out there. Um, Yeah, beyond that, like, uh, I don't know, life's life's been pretty good. All right, so why don't we do this? Um, Before we start talking about all the sports fun stuff... I actually want to get into something a little bit more serious. ESPN uh, let laid off 300 workers this week uh, and two and uh, eliminated 200 positions. That's 500 total positions. Uh, I just wanted to give my condolences to those those who recently lost their jobs and uh, you know one one sports enthusiast to another. I just wish you guys the best and and hope that uh, something comes around the corner really soon. Uh, just good luck, guys. Um, all right, so. Let's start a chatting. Hold on one sec. I'm sorry. My phone, something going weird with my phone. Do you ever have a problem with your phone before? All right. So, uh, <clears throat> the NFL. Yeah, we got a lot of games to talk about in NFL land this week. The Packers defeated the 49ers 34-17. Good win there. Jaguars got a win. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, no. The Texans got a win over the Jaguars. 27-25 to Sean Watson. 280 yards and two TDs. Man, this was a close one. Houston was up throughout most of the game. Uh, Jaguars came back uh, late and tried to uh, hold on to that lead or, or get the lead, and they never did. Uh, the Giants actually got a win over Washington. Look at that, 23-20. to Again, almost similar game. Uh, Giants had the lead for most of it, and then uh, Washington came back strong towards the uh, later on. 
towards the later on. That's a real thing. Ravens killing the Colts 24-10. By the way, welcome back Dez Bryant uh, with the Ravens. He was on the practice squad for them. Uh, nothing really exciting for him in the game. Um, however, he was on the practice squad. They elevated him up to the real team. Dez has not played since 2017 with the Cowboys. He tried to make a comeback with the Saints in 2018 and uh, tore his Achilles. He's been constantly working out and trying to get back in shape to be back on the field. Uh, but if you recall, the Ravens actually offered him a contract after after the Cowboys let him go, and he did not take it. I bet he is regretting that now. Vikings, they get a win over the Lions, 34-20. Titans beat the Bears, 24-17. Panthers lose the Chiefs, but it was close. Very close, 33-31. Chiefs get a win there, and an exciting day for Pat Mahomes, breaking a record. I'm not going to tell you what it is just yet, but we're going to get to that. Uh, Bills and the Seahawks. Bills surprisingly got a win here. Uh, 44 to 34. Fantastic day by Josh Allen. Three touchdowns, 415 yards, putting on a school for Russell Westbrook. By the way, Pete Carroll signed a five-year extension with the Seahawks. Well-deserved. Falcons got a win over the Broncos, finally, 34-27. Raiders beat the Chargers, 31-26. Dolphins getting a win over the Cardinals, although I have to say this was an insane game for Kyler Murray. 283 yards, three touchdowns. He had over 100 yards rushing and one rushing touchdown himself. Murray is an animal, uh, but... The Dolphins were just too much, really. Dolphins lost five of their assistants, by the way, due to COVID protocols. Uh, just, you know, for this for this game. Uh, Steelers got a win over the Cowboys, 24-19. They continue to be undefeated. Nice game for them. Three TDs for Mr. Big Ben Roethlisberger. And right now, the Saints and the Buccaneers, they are playing each other at 7-0 in favor of the Saints. But it's still early in the first quarter. And then tomorrow... On a normal year, it would be exciting to see the Patriots and the Jets play together. This year, eh, maybe not so much. Um, the Jets are 0-8, the Patriots are 2-5. It's really not the type of game that I would ever want to see. Uh, but let's look at the standings now. Seahawks are... Uh, uh, <clears throat> That's a noise. Seahawks are in first in the NFC West, 6-2, followed by the Cardinals at 5-3. Rams are 5-3, and, and the 49ers are 4-5. 49ers injuries are piling up big time, and it is hurting. The Eagles get a win. Uh, I'm sorry, the Eagles are ahead in the NFC East, 3-4. They had the bye with this week. Uh, Washington football team, 2-6. Cowboys, 2-7. And, and the Giants, 2-7. Again, this division, so close, so close. Uh, NFC South has the Buccaneers on top, six and two. Saints are five and two. Falcons are three and six, and the Panthers are also three and six. NFC North has the Packers ahead, six and two. Bears are five and four. Vikings are three and five, and the Lions also three and five. So let's say the playoffs started right here, right now. Obviously, you'd have the Packers, the Bucks, the Eagles, and the Seahawks. Eagles would be hosting a game with a losing record, by the way, at three and four. Uh, but you'd have those five teams, and then you'd have the. Um, well, there's a lot of teams that are close at five and two here. I think it would be the Saints, and then definitely be the Saints, and then the Cardinals after that. All right, let's see the AFC. Bills are seven and two. The Dolphins five and three. Patriots two and five, and the Jets still oh and 
eight. Come on, Jets. Let's get one win. Let's get a win tomorrow. Let's beat the Patriots, right? Come on. <sighs> anyway, FC South, the Titans are six and two. Colts are five and three. Texans two and six, and the Jags are one and seven. AFC North has the Steelers at eight and nothing. Ravens six and two. Browns five and three, and the Bengals at two five and one. By the way, I, I think I I didn't mention the Eagles do have a tie. Uh, I did not mention that earlier. Uh, Chiefs are eight and one. Raiders five and three. Broncos five, three and five, and the Chargers are two and six and for the afc the your your playoff teams right now would be and hold up here the bills the bills at seven and two right the bills the titans the steelers the chiefs you'd have the ravens would definitely be getting in and then after that you have a few teams at five and three the raiders the browns you have the colts and you have the dolphins all sort of log jammed in there so it, it could be really uh, any one of those all right, couple of news stories here. Kyle Allen, I forgot to mention this. Kyle Allen did go down uh, during their their the Washington football team's game with the Giants. Uh, Jabril Peppers did apologize for the injury, but Alex Smith becomes the top QB for them. I mentioned the Dolphins uh, without their assistant coaches uh, due to COVID protocols. I did talk about Des Bryant, Pete Carroll. Oh, yeah. Kansas City. Let's talk about this for a second. Pat Mahomes passes Dan Marino as the fastest player to hit 100 touchdowns. Congratulations to Patrick Mahomes. So Dan Marino had the record in 44 games. Mahomes is at 101 through 40 career football games. But somebody else also passed a Marino record. And of course, we have to congratulate Lamar Jackson, who is 2-5, tying Dan Marino for the best start by a quarterback. So he tied. I'm sorry, he didn't break the record. He tied. But congratulations, Lamar Jackson and uh, Pat Mahomes. Both are starting their career on the right foot and, of course, being compared to the one of the all-time greats. Uh, it's got to feel good. Joe Namath, uh, everybody loves Joe Namath, pops out once a year to give his advice on the Jets and anything the Jets should do. The guy probably knows about other football teams too, but like, you know, he won a Super Bowl for New York. And uh, he seems to believe that Trevor Lawrence is not going to go to the Jets. He might try to, well, he, you know, he said he wouldn't be surprised if it happened. Um, but he may try to pull an Eli Manning and demand a trade. Uh, and honestly, if I was Trevor Lawrence and I looked and said, oh, I don't know. The problem is, is going back to school, going back to Clemson, you risk an injury and that could be it. No more. Over. Or do you go to the Jets, you make some money. I think, I know he's he's talked about going, um, He he's mentioned uh, going back to uh, word talking. Going back to word talking. Uh, staying at Clemson for another year. I think... I think an Eli scenario may be more likely. Um, I, I don't know how he is as a person. Is he the type that's going to want to be forced out of New York? Um, or is he the type that's going to look at the Jets and say, okay, this is going to be a challenge, but gosh darn it, I'm going to do it. I do recall years ago when Sam Darnold was in the same situation, is they told that, you know, there were the same speculation, same rumors that Sam Darnold would try to stay at USC for another year. What's going to happen? I don't know. Nobody knows. 
I think Trevor Lawrence is, if if the Jets even end up with the number one pick, they could win two, three games, let's say, before the end of the season and lose that pick, and that would be normal for the Jets to do something like that. And God, if the Patriots end up with the first pick and take Trevor Lawrence, bridge, over it, me, jumping. Horrible idea. Uh, yeah, so it's very likely that the Jets may win a game or two, and this is just a moot point. Uh, but either way, while we're on the subject of the Jets, uh, Jets players alert the NFL Players Association about hidden locker room cameras in their in the team facility. <laughs> Apparently, Jets players found hidden cameras in the locker room. In um, I I, I don't even know. <laughs> found okay, all right. Breathe here, Nick. Hidden cameras in the locker room inside the smoke detectors. First off, what were they looking for? Why were they doing this? Uh, apparently, so the, the Jets were given a chance to comment. The NFL commented on their behalf, saying that those cameras have been in place since 2008. Oh, look at this. I get a free trial from the Daily News. No, thank you. Uh, they've been in the locker room since 2008 when the team located from Long Island to a new training facility in Floral Florham Park, New Jersey. Um they, the league stated that players were aware of the cameras and that they're compliant with league rules. In what world do league rules allow you to spy on your players in the locker room? Like, dudes are just walking around naked in there. They're chatting. It's not like they're doing anything nefarious in the locker room. You know, maybe they were concerned at the time about steroids or something along those lines back in 2008, if that's even when those cameras were, were put in. So the Daily News here actually uh, reached out to a number of former Jets players uh, from that 2008 squad and beyond, and, and all of which were surprised and had no idea. Um, yeah, just very, very bizarre circumstances. By the way, there is a uh, statute in New Jersey uh, addressing the filming of people who are partially or fully naked Um and I'm not going to read you this quote here, but that was enacted in 2016. Um, I don't know if, just, if it's just New Jersey or the rest of the country, but 20, it took 2016 years for New Jersey to realize it should be illegal to film people naked without their consent. Okay, they do say everything's legal in New Jersey, right? <laughs> as long as that was, that's what we're sticking with. Like Up until 2016, it was totally normal. Like Just play some cameras in a locker room? I don't know. The whole thing seems pretty fishy to me. Anyway, players are uh, upset about about it, and uh, we'll probably hear more about this in the coming days. Can we move on from football? Is it time to move on to something else? All right. Baseball, the Yankees. Uh, Yankees are moving around, shuffling their minor league affiliates. So the big the big three for years, there, now there's so many affiliates nowadays, but the big three for years for them was uh, Scranton-Wilkes-Barr. That's their AAA team. Uh, their double-A team was the Staten Island Yankees, and single-A was the Trenton Thunder. Uh, actually, I think I switched those around. Trenton Thunder was double-A. Yep, Trenton Thunder was double-A. Staten Island Yankees, they are single-A. Anyway, Yankees are shifting things around a little bit. They're moving out of Trenton after 18 years and actually affiliating with uh, an Atlantic League team, the Somerset Patriots. Uh, the whole idea of the Atlantic team, was built that it was independent baseball, free from the major leagues, but now they're affiliated with the major leagues as well. So that kind of stinks. Um, and then I believe the Staten Island Yankees 
uh, they're saying are, are going to move up to they're going to move up to the Hudson Valley. So for my friends and family in upstate New York, the Yankees, some some baby Yankees could be right around the, the corner. Baby Bombers, right? Uh, by the way, speaking of the Yankees, well, not really the Yankees, more so the Red Sox. Uh, the Red Sox have agreed to rehire Alex Cora. If you remember, Alex Cora was their manager, uh, not last season, but the one prior uh, he was suspended for his part in the uh, Houston Astros cheating scandal because he's a cheater. Uh, so, of course, the Red Sox pr- promptly fire him and hire Ron Roanoke. Uh, Ro- Roanoke? 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 I don't know. We're going to go with Roanoke. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, because I'm illiterate and can't say players' names. This is a common occurrence, friends. I can't say names. Anyway, uh, the Red Sox went 24-36 and 36 and finished last place in the AL-, AL East. So, granted, it's a good reason to fire a coach. And, of course, it just so happens that that Roenick is available. I'm actually surprised that the Astros didn't do this with um AJ Hinge because by all means like yeah the Astros did well enough right they got to the second round of the playoffs um however the Astros really did not play to the same level that they should have this year um and I'm surprised that they didn't fire that they that they didn't fire and rehire AJ Hinch, but Hinch anyway will go uh, ends up signing with the Tigers, and so the Tigers have a very good coach, uh, coaching a very terrible team. But they'll just cheat their way to the top again anyway. Uh, this is good news for the Yankees because uh, Carlos Mendoza, their bench coach, was oh interviewing for the Red Sox job. Gross. Uh, but it looks like he'll stick around just a little bit longer. Uh, going to their crosstown rival, the Mets. Very New York-centric baseball section today. I'm sorry. Brody Van Wegenen. Um, he was fired as the Jets' GM. Stephen Cohen just recently bought the team a week ago. He's going to be making some changes. The first is getting rid of the GM. There's a lot of names on the list that uh, he's going to be looking at. So... Probably will be a few weeks till we have an answer there, but he's also going to be looking for players, and there's some good ones on the market this year. Trevor Bauer, J.T. Realmuto, who, by the way, uh, is going. Uh, I think the Phillies are going to give him a qualifying offer that he's most likely going to deny. He, the guy wants to get paid, and I don't blame him. You're on the Phillies; they haven't been great the last few years, um, so. Good on you, Steve Cohen. Oh, what are we clicking on Twitter here? Uh, firing, firing coach. All right, NBA. So the league has announced that the NBA is coming back. Not Christmas, December twenty second. And I talked about this last week on the show. Uh, the NBA, the the more they don't play right now, the millions of dollars they are losing. And I, I believe that it was upwards of a billion dollars. If they don't play before January 1st, they would lose at least a billion dollars. So what do you do? You start the season as soon as possible. You need to give players time to go to training camp. You have some teams who haven't played in like eight, nine months. And then you have teams who just finished playing. You know what? 
Those teams who just finished playing, they're going to have a good season anyway. Lakers are going to have a good season anyway. Uh, maybe not as good a season because you know the Warriors are going to be back this year. Mm-hmm. Steph Curry is going to be serving up some trouble. Uh, anyway, uh, and you have the NBA draft. So as soon as the draft happens, like things are going to have to move quick. You have to get players back at camp. You have to get training training started. Players have to start working out, getting into season shape. Uh, but 72-game season, so we're getting most of the season still, and it's going to try and maintain its normal uh, time frame. Hopefully this all works out. Hopefully, um, you know, nothing, no adverse effects, no players getting hurt, whatever it may be. So I'm sure in the next week or two or three, you're going to hear, probably in the next week, you're going to hear when training camps are going to start up again and players already starting to get ready, COVID testing, all of that fun stuff for the season. One team in particular is going to have a little bit of trouble. The Toronto Raptors aren't able to cross the border into Canada or out of Canada right now due to COVID. So Toronto's going to have to do something similar to what the Blue Jays did, uh, and that's play somewhere else, right? Blue Jays played a lot of their games in Buffalo this year um, and actually had a decent season. Good for the Blue Jays. The Raptors, meanwhile, are a top contending team, possibly a championship caliber one. Uh, and so right now I've heard two big names uh, drum up as potential places for them to go. One would be Newark, New Jersey, which is a little weird, right? A lot of Newark, like a lot of Jersey fans are, are Nets or Knicks fans. So to put the Raptors there, mm, I'm not sure. I think the NBA would be smart to put it in a team that, or a place where you know they're going to, well, I don't know how many fans they're allowing, but you know they're going to get followed. So putting them in a city like Nashville could make sense. Um, you do have the Memphis Grizzlies are very close. Um, you know, you're you're kind of siphoning off their fan base if, if the NBA was going to put a team there. Uh, but we have to know is wherever Toronto ends up playing, you know the NBA is going to look at that city and say, okay, would this work to have a professional team play here? We'll find out. Um, what would make sense is for Toronto to go to a big city like that or a place like Seattle, maybe. It's very close to Canada. You probably have a lot of fans there. And they're going to have a, a, an arena ready to go. That's just my thought. But we'll find out soon where they're going to play. James Harden, he was the big story. Um, James Harden... It's no secret he's not happy in Houston, right? They traded Chris Paul away because he wasn't him and Chris Paul weren't jiving as well anymore. They brought in Russell Westbrook, and granted, Westbrook and Harden have had their struggles in the past, and they've played together now on two different teams. This is four fingers. I'm holding up four fingers. I just need two fingers. Um, but there are rumors that Harden could be traded to. The Philadelphia 76ers. The problem with this is the 76ers don't have any assets to trade. Yes, they do have Embiid and Simmons. But isn't the point of bringing Harden in so that you can pair him with Embiid and Simmons? What would the Sixers do? They're going to have to package picks. They're going to have to package Tobias Harris or uh, Al Horford in some way. I don't think Al Horford's really going to fetch them much. Um, they're going to have they're they're going to have to trade away some a young player maybe. Um, I'm curious to see what 
the Sixers come up with here. But almost every rumor I'm hearing regarding James Harden is that he wants to go play with the Sixers. Would his style of play match with Doc Rivers? It could. I think he'd play really well, though, with Embiid. And I think he'd play really well with Simmons and probably show him some pointers. Especially showing Simmons how to shoot three-pointers. That would be really nice because the guy apparently just forgot how to do that. Um, so, yeah, Philadelphia is going to pursue James Harden. That's a pretty done deal by the look of it at this point. NHL talk, uh, Alex Ovechkin is approaching the last year of his 13-year contract. I bet you feel old now because I remember when they signed that and thinking, wow, that's like a million years from now. That's what I sounded like in high school. <laughs> um, but either way, wow, I'm, I'm kind of embarrassed by that. I'm just kidding. Uh, anyway, Ovechkin, 13-year, $124 million contract. He signed on January 10th, 2008, and here we are 12 years later. There's only two teams in this world Ovechkin says he wants to play for and recently gushed about the second one, which is uh, uh, Dynamo, the, the Moscow Dynamo. Yeah, uh, which is the team he played for prior to joining Capitals and during the 2012 NHL stoppage halt. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, he said that's the only other team he would ever want to play for, so Capitals are bust. Uh, but he did make it clear that he feels he still has a few more le- years in this league. Uh, so when this contract's up, don't be surprised if he signs another two, three, four million, a four-year contract, uh, probably for less than he was before. But maybe not. They could do an incentive-laden plan. Uh, you know, he, he, he the guy still scores 48 goals a season. Is nothing to scoff at. That, that's the Richard Trophy, who he's won like 400 times now. Um, he has 700th NHL goal February 22nd of this year. If he keeps p- playing the way he's playing, he could pass Gretzky as the highest goal scorer in NHL history. And I would not be surprised if he did. Um, so yeah, Alex Ovechkin, good on you, man. Last but not least, Alabama, 13th straight year at number one. Doesn't that, I don't know, college football to me gets pretty boring when, uh, it's just the same, same stuff, different day, right? It's the same teams every year. You have Ohio State, you have Clemson, you have Alabama, and then you're going to have your random third team, let's call it Oregon this year, or, I don't know, Georgia. Um, But yeah, you know, good for the the Alabama team. Roll Tide! Okay, friends, that's all I have for today. Special thanks, as usual, to Johanna Drago. She is the content designer, logo designer, and she did previously design her set once, so... She's got that going for her. Special thanks, as usual, to my social media warriors, Mary Kay and Gary Albert. Thanks for listening to the show every week. Of course, we got Joe Calabro who's, uh, and, and Jorge Pajares, and we got a lot of listeners out there. And if you're a listener and you like listening, please share with your friends. By the way, the music you hear for the show is a song called Golden Sunrise by Josh Woodward. Link to his website can be found in the show notes. And with that, you can find me on all your favorite websites. Just type in Sports 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 with Nick Drago. That's me. You can find me on SoundCloud, Twitter, YouTube, and the Facebook. And, by the way, um, 
You can also email me directly, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Tell me what you want to hear, see, or know about the show, and I will possibly get back to you. I'm just kidding. I love it when people email me. So, sports3xpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, all those fun things. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell that weird cousin you haven't spoken to in seven years, but for some reason, you're talking to them today. You're talking about sports. He said, hey! heard this really cool podcast sports 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 with nick drago don't let him leave your memory bajiggers all right friends that's all the time i have for today i hope you enjoyed yourself i hope you enjoyed the sports good luck to the jets and their matchup with the patriots tomorrow and of course have a lovely day Go